0: Good morning and welcome to Crossroads of Rockland History on WRCR and WRCR.com. I'm Claire Sheridan from the Historical Society of Rockland County and our topic today is local history and social media. The Historical Society of Rockland County is a nonprofit educational institution and principal repository for documents and artifacts relating to Rockland County. Our headquarters are a four acre site featuring a history museum and the 1832 Jacob Lavelt House located at 20 Zooker Road in New City. We're listed on the National Register of Historic Places and a designated New York State Path Through History site. Part of our broad and challenging mission is to share the history of Rockland County with the public, and we rely on financial support from membership and donations from people just like you. To learn how you can become a member or to volunteer, please visit our website at rocklandhistory.org. Before we begin the program today, I'd like to remind our listeners that this is a call in show and we welcome your phone calls. The phone lines will be open throughout the broadcast. So please call us if you have a comment or a question. Our number here is 845-362-0013. That number again is 845-362-0013. Today, social networking is an essential part of life for people from around the world. Social networking is a form of social media used for either interactive, educational, informational, or entertaining purposes. It comes in many forms. But all of them are related blogs, forums, podcasts, photo sharing, social bookmarking, widgets, and video, just to name a few. My guest has a great insight into how this new form of media works successfully with local history. I'm pleased to welcome Cato Hatch to the program. His Facebook page, Rockland County Back in the Day, is hugely popular with over 13,000 friends and fans. Thanks for being here, Cato. Real clear. Before we launch into the program and discussion about social media, Could you take a few moments to tell our listeners a little bit about your background?
1: Sure. Well, I was actually a transplant from New York City, but at a very early age, right? My parents bought a house in Valley Cottage, and that's where I basically grew up uh, most of my life, actually, uh, uh, young, (laughs) being a kid growing up in Rockland County.
0: And what are you doing now?
1: For the past 25 years, I've been living and working overseas, in this case in Europe and more in recent times in Moscow, Russia.
0: So you run this incredibly successful Facebook page in your spare time and from outside the U.S. Believe it or not,
1: I guess that's where the nostalgic background comes in, right, where you start wanting to know more and with the dawning of the internet, of course, you know, start focusing on and trying to find more and more information. So it somehow it grew on me that I wanted to learn more and because I really, really missed it.
0: So when did you start Rockland County back in the day?
1: Okay, well, the, the Facebook group, right, that came around first time I, uh, I started, I created was in 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, and I just wanted to have something where people could just basically share more so something about how it was back in the time, right? So the, the idea back in the day sounded just perfect. Yeah, so initially, I created the site in 2012, but it really kicked off. I was hoping to kick it off June 1st, 2013.
0: What's your audience like? It's really from everywhere, right?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> the people are from, literally from everywhere, and not just in the States, right? Not just, of course, not Rockland County. Though, with, with the polling questions that I usually put up there, right, uh, if people know how to navigate themselves you know, using all these instruments on Facebook. I'll probably get more information, but in reality, people, not just America, there are so many people around the world, and I really find that interesting. Though, one interesting thing, nobody has stated that they're from Canada. I don't know why.
0: Interesting. You
1: would think that the nearest foreign border is Canada, and yet there's nobody there.
0: So you really have mastered all the tools of Facebook like polling and questions and absolutely. Th- that has helped you really understand your audience hasn't it?
1: Absolutely. Again, you're limited to the instruments that they have right And it's it's again it's very limited and in some ways they have definitely improved at other ways they have actually uh, got a little bit worse. They're still changing, they're constantly changing. And I'm just trying to adapt with with what they're doing, mm-hmm. with what Facebook's doing as well.
0: Are most of the people that partake in the site Rocklanders originally and live elsewhere, or is it original Rocklanders still in Rockland?
1: Good question. That's a, that's a good poll question to put up. Well, again, just looking at it right now, I just opened up uh, one of the poll questions, right? Where do you live currently, right? And... From the, let's say, 1,000 people who have replied to it, 530 are based in Rockland County, okay? Again, if they're saying this as a true, you know, <laughs> if this is a true poll and a, and a correct answer. The next is New York. So most likely they're somewhere in upstate New York. That is besides Rockland County, right? Mm-hmm. Anything further up. And third, which was actually not surprising at all, people are, a lot of people are down in Florida, mm-hmm. really a lot of people.
0: You've also done a great job of organizing a lot of the posts into categories, which I think is extremely helpful. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I carry a huge database of uh, photos and images that I've saved and scanned and something, of course, copying over. It does a lot of work, right? And how do you categorize that? Well, on my computer, which is my third computer in 10 years, right? My first computer crashed. I lost Just about everything. I I tried to salvage what I was able to salvage, right? But everything was basically pretty much lost. I had to rebuild that again and so on. So every time I would rebuild, I would find a new way to do it, right? And basically by categorizing the photos and articles, ads, so on, into categories, into towns and areas with that, that's how I created the groups, right? Uh, This group, right? Rockland County back in the day. And... By doing that, I started putting together the photos, the images, right, which is good. Mind you, this is my hobby. This is not a professional background, right? This is not a professional job that I'm involved with and getting paid. So I try to do, get this going as much, as much as I can by adding on. If I find some more images, if someone's uh, sharing some more images, I usually add it down, add it into my databases. Thus, I create these photo albums. These photo albums are, you know, depicting of each town, say Havistraw Congress, and so on, right? So it just trickles down. Thing is, when I get more images and I try to update those photo albums, it takes time, right? Because to do it correctly, you know, if you if you find some more railroad station images, someone has some railroad, I don't know, Pierremont railroad stations, and how do you adjust all these photos into the albums it's actually it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of effort that time i really don't have so the problem that i have right now is how do you upgrade or up update these photo albums right so that when people are looking looking through these albums they'll see you know the stores the streets the houses the residents the the people who live there right and the railroads And then if I have to tack on new images, new photos, they get tacked up on the bottom. And it takes forever to bring it back up, to put it into the subcategory, per se. A lot of work.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing the amount of work that you have done, considering this is really done in your spare time.
1: Yeah all my spare time. Uh, It's it's tough.
0: Do you find that the the search function is helpful to the audience, and and do you find that enough of the audience understands how to utilize the search function?
1: Not at all. I think, first of all, Facebook has put the search option into each group, but it doesn't always work correctly, and they've been trying to improve it. I see that they have been trying to improve it, but there's some glitches there. There's another problem here, right? Because one thing is not working on the PC, on a personal computer at home. The other thing is working off an iPad or iPhones, you know, Androids. It's not always that easy to, to get your way around there. Mm-hmm. So I prefer using, and I really have suggested everyone to try to use a personal computer because you'll find more tabs. And to get around, you'll find your way. You know, the pin post. I have a pin post there of over 60 photo albums, right, to say that, Of the 13,000 plus members in there, if they could only find, navigate themselves to finding that pinned post, they don't or they can't, majority won't. And if you're on your mobile device, it's more difficult. On the PC, you could actually see it, right, but not on a mobile device. It's a glitch, and that's a problem with Facebook, and I tried to share that information with with Facebook, but they have, again, uh, shown little or no interest in improving that, Hmm. not yet.
0: You're listening to WRCR and Crossroads of Rockland History. I'm Claire Sheridan. Our topic today is local history and social media. And my guest is Kate Ohatch, the founder and administrator of Rockland County Back in the Day, a Facebook page that focuses on local Rockland County history that has over 13,000 followers. Our phone lines are open, so if you have a question or a comment, please feel free to call us. The phone number here is 845-362-0013. That number, once again, is 845-362-0013. Do you, uh, are you a fan of Rockland County back in the day? Call us and let us know what you like about it. I'm curious about the uh, types of posts that are most popular. Perhaps we could take some time to go town by town and review them that way. So let's start with Haverstraw, for example. What, what kinds of things mm-hmm. come up a lot with people about the history of Haverstraw?
1: Good. It's actually one of the first developments, right? Sorry, of one of the first towns in, in Rockland, right? It was actually a lot more active back in the day. Now, what are the topics that people usually bring up? It's still going to be the stores. It's still going to be. Well, do you remember the Army and Navy Store? Do you remember Ch. Martin's and so on? So these are the things that people really usually talk about. The second part to it, though, is about the bricks because, like the Denoils, and uh, we have a Denoil in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been very also active uh, answering questions. I might not remember everyone's names, right, but she has been active with us. And it's talking about the brick industry, what was there about the brick industry. Now, today you won't find anything really there related to the bricks, but if you think about the it, really the incredible history about the uh, Havistro bricks, they supplied majority of the bricks around New York City. All the barges used to bring down, all the... Bricks to New York City. So New York City was built on Haverstraw bricks. That's beside the point what Rockland County was built. All the bricks that you see in Rockland County came from Haverstraw, majority. A phenomenal thing if you think about it.
0: It is. It's amazing.
1: The cemetery is also a point that I like to get involved with because I guess from, again, every time I travel back to Rockland County, uh, and that's at least once, twice, or three times a year. I make it a point to stop by the uh, the cemeteries, and, and Havistra has a lot of interesting people interred there. Of course, uh, the brick industry, the quarry industries, and, and so on, so the businesses. So basically that's like
0: Havistra as an example. And what about the, the town of Ramapo? Ramapo is very
1: is very limited with what, what is available online or, uh, as far as the past, right? Though mm-hmm. so It's one of the oldest, yet it's still – I can't see that people are, are really – Uh, judging by the amount of uh, questions and topics raised, it's really limited. I wouldn't say that there's too much about it. Things that have been, if it's going to be like Suffern or just across the border to Tuxedo Park and the ironworks that used to happen there. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that that's the most important part in the group, although it does come up every now and then. For example, right now, today, Ida Mary Ryan, the first lady of Suffern, And although this is suffering, but she lived in Ramapo in -hmm. that area. And she donated a lot of money to constructing the Good Samaritan Hospital, the fire department, and so on. So I tried to bring up the ideas or let's say the names that the people who used to live in these areas as well. Right? And I connect myself to the find, uh, findagray.com web page. I also use it as a database.
0: Spring Valley seems to come up uh, periodically with people having a lot of fond memories of the way Spring Valley used to be.
1: Absolutely. Robert Rubin has been very active with that in more recent times, and I really appreciate his activity. He has a splendid amount of uh, photos he's shared with us. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, if you look at one of the polling questions, where were you originally from? And sometimes people, of course, you lived in more than one location, right? So uh, Spring Valley comes on top. I've got some 200 people from Spring Valley, right? New City was in second place in Nanuet. So what do people would talk about? Spring Valley is actually would talk about a lot about the, the stores, and actually, Pakula Bakery. I mean, it's probably the number one brought-up topic store that's been brought up like, I don't know, countless for the, you know, since 2013 or at least 20, 30 times was, has been brought up.
0: Yeah, people people really love that. Well, we have a caller, so we're going to say good morning. You're on the air.
1: Sounds good. Good
0: morning, Claire. Good morning, Cato. This is Wendy. Um, I'm not a rock Hello, Wendy. anymore.
2: Good morning, Cato. I just want to thank you. You put a tremendous amount of love and sweat and time into the site and it is just, it's a treat. It's one of the highlights awesome. of my Facebook experience. If nobody says thank you, I just want to say thank you for everything that you do. You organize folders and put up pictures and keep it going and the thing I love most thank is you. the photography, the vintage photography from early 1900s all the way through the 70s, yeah. 80s. That is fantastic. And also how many interesting personalities and characters everyone knows and and commemorates and celebrates you know either living or they've passed on and i mean it's just yeah. it's a fantastic page and my promise to you is, i have a friend who i went to school with in west Nyack. she lives in london ontario canada and I sent her the oh. link, and you're going you're gonna to have your first Canadian from, uh, from Rockland County. She's been living in Canada, and I'm making sure that she signs up for your page so you have a Canadian. But um, I just <laughs> wanted to let you know that it's, it's That's one awesome, of
1: the, Wendy. It's one of the you, highlights. Wendy. Wendy, I really I just, appreciate your also activity and fun with the group. I, I really appreciate your also. Just I fantastic. love it. I, I mean, it is I fantastic. share that with you.
2: I mean, it's just, it's it's like a class reunion, going back to your old yes. neighborhood, and it's just fantastic. And I just want to thank you for all the time you put into it.
1: Wendy, next time I'll be in Rockham County, uh, in that area, I'll try to hook up with you and everyone else as well.
0: Okay, sounds great. Thanks again, Cato. Have a great day. Thanks for your call, Wendy. Thanks. And we have another caller. Good morning. You're on the air.
3: Good morning. Hi, Claire. Hi, Cato. This is uh, Richard. I have... I'm looking for a solution to a situation that I acquired about a year ago. I purchased the building in Havishaw, and there were there are 40 photo albums with assorted newspaper articles about the life and times in the village of Havishaw. Many of them were trans. People would take the time to copy them on a hand typewriter and put them in the album. There's all Mm -hmm. different stories, but the majority of the articles are about the times there and living there. Uh, In fact, there was a paper called The Havishaw Times that had a weekly column called The Bank Corner, and it's just... Mm -hmm. uh, It's basically the Facebook of that day so i i don't know what to do with them i'm concerned that this information is going to get lost so i'm just looking for some ideas thank you
1: thanks richard that's fantastic Claire. if you have uh, you, you could answer but if i could say just one thing first of all if more people could find such albums. It would, would be fantastic in havestraw the Havistraw live public library by the shopping center off of uh... what is it route 202 they have a Havistraw local room, and there's a whole bunch of these photo albums and, uh, that they've received from the Peck family and so on and so on and so on. So they've cataloged all of this over there, and something, something of your nature would fit in perfectly. It's a specific room. It's under lock and key, and uh, I've been in that room uh, a couple of times, going through the photos and articles. They'll be happy with that. Or... Uh, the Rockland County Historical Society, I'm pretty sure, Claire, you could say the same thing.
0: Yes, I think those are two excellent options for Richard. So I can certainly reach out to you, Richard, after the program, and we can talk about how I can connect you with the local history room at the Haverstraw-Kings Daughters Library or with with us at the Historical Society. So we have another caller. So we're going to say good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Claire. Hi. Hello. So, hello.
4: I didn't get the name of your call, Your uh guess, but uh, I was talking recently to Chuck Stead. Uh, He's an environmentalist, and as you know, he's probably, I think he's now working for the town of Ramapo. He's originally, I think, from uh, Rockland County over in the Ramapo area. Mm -hmm. I I think Hapistro was once part of Ramapo, I think, before they separated off into a separate town.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. That's true. I
4: recall. Yeah. So what I wanted to bring to your attention is Chuck uh, but the Betty Hedges family gave Chuck all of her files. She was a very prominent environmentalist in Rockland County, and your your uh, guest might be interested in talking to Chuck to see about looking into some of those records that Betty had, because I don't know if there's photographs and other things in that, but I know that he has. he's the keeper of the files at the present time, and I know he can be reached at the okay. town
0: hall. That's great. Yeah, Betty Hedges was, yes, an important environmental activist for many years in the county, so that's, that would be quite an interesting uh, thing to explore.
4: She was a great lady. Yes. Okay, you have if a good More and more
1: people would be able to find and search, because, you know, it's really sad to see how much of this is being thrown away. People have scrapbooks and photo albums and so on, and all this information, really, it's sad that most of it ends up thrown away in reality. But there are people like you and and such uh, with the previous caller, same thing. They're, if they're finding this, save it. It's really valuable information.
0: Absolutely. It absolutely is. So we can sort of go back to our, our exploration of the various towns. What about Clarkstown? What do you find a popular post for, for Clarkstown?
1: Oh, again, uh, looking at the activity with the group and what they're looking for or if someone's posting something. I can't say that they're specifically going by a Ramapol, Clarkstown, Orangetown. No, they're going more 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 by saying, west nyack so not like the district right i see more so specifically the town the villages themselves in this case clarkstown really has uh, by the way Clarkstown has changed its borders already a couple of times even in recent years mm-hmm. right with nyack right so as all of clarkstown well, let's just if people talking about clarkstown it will be about been about the clarkstown witch right around yes. the corners with the uh, or with halloween around the corner uh so Something of that nature has been very popular in, in, in talking about, right, or finding out. But it's it's, it's usually the talent, and Niac is very, you know, it, it has been brought up numerous of times, and uh, West Niac of uh, with, uh, Mount Moore, right, mm-hmm. cemetery, mm-hmm. has been, used to be in, uh, in discussion. But again, you're talking about a lot of the floors or the bars that used to be in existence, right, that people are trying to share. Gone are those years where people you know, uh, really back in the day, right? There are those people. We're talking about the age group being somewhere about, you know, 30 to 70, 75-year-old people who, who are on in my group in the Rockland County back in the day. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they care to share some information, that's great. You know, we have that. We've, ha- we've gone through that. Mm-hmm. That's great.
0: And, you know, I, a lot of people talk about when Wet Mall opened and how that really changed Rockland a lot. Yes. Yeah.
1: And there's photos up there where the mall was not, a, when, when it was still a swampland, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when, when people looking at it said, guess where this is, right? And people like, I don't know. And only the few could figure it out. Or right. well, that's Grant and Grantway, uh, so that must be Manuette Mall where Manuette Mall was, right? So not too many people, the younger the, the people are, the members are, the clueless they get, right? <laughs> Something that I remember, even the Manuel Diner being right at the four corners of Middletown Road and Route 59, you had the Manual Diner. And hardly anyone even remembers it. Oh, no, there are a few, of course, but not everyone.
0: Right, right. right. But
1: it's Pergamon's down the road, down the way, and so on, right? And then the Manuette Theater go round, and so there's so much information that... And it, it, things just change.
0: So we have another caller. So we're going to say good morning. You're on the air.
1: Hi, I'd like to find out about Stony Point.
0: Let's talk about Stony Point. Are you are you calling in for Rockland County back in the day? Yes. Okay, sure. So Cato, why don't you give us a few, a few top top posts Stony for Point. Stony Point? Sure.
1: Well, Stony Point is actually uh, it's actually the history of Rockland County, right? Or the history of United States of America. <laughs> that because of that. Small little revolution that happened in eighteen. I'm oh, sorry, seventeen seventy seventeen eighty nine in that area when uh, we had a small little war that was happening. Mm-hmm. I can't go into details right now. Not that I remember uh, every day and every year. But Stony Point was one of the first places that you know Rocklanders started to settle in. Uh, That's we could call them Rocklanders. These were British. These were Dutch. These were Germans. A variant and so on down the line. So uh, that's how Stony Point came out. As far as what what do people talk about Stony Point? Um, there's actually two other groups uh, on Facebook that are a little bit more focused on there, right, about Stony Point. But it's still about the bakeries right now. Off the bat of my head, I can't remember that. But uh, the the bakery was very big uh, in Stony Point. The food market, the, the smaller deli, the churches. That's another thing, right? The churches are a very big topic and i when I put together the the photo album with the churches, people were calling, well, remember when they moved that church down from Tompkin Cove to the the new area so it's 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 endless there's so many people that want to bring up and ask questions what has happened to this and what hap- has happened to this right
0: we're all out of time for today. I'm so sorry to say, I want to thank Cato Hatch for being here on Crossroads of Rockland History. We really appreciate your Facebook page, and we really appreciate all of your Facebook fans. And please remember that everything we talked about, as well as a recording of this broadcast, will be available on our website, rocklandhistory.org. And Cato Hatch's Facebook page, again, is called Rockland County Back in the Day. Just go to Facebook and put that into the search field and hit Like. There are many events and programs at the Historical Society of Rockland County including our fall festival this Sunday from 12 to 4. If you're interested in learning anything about our programs, visit our website at rocklandhistory.org. Our telephone number is 845-634-9629. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook at the Historical Society. You can follow us on Twitter, and we have a blog. Thank you so much for listening to Crossroads of Rockland History on WRCR and wrcr.com.